I always remember the highways near Montreal as a kid, and there was always little office buildings off on the side of the highway. Um, you know, little short buildings, big big parking spaces, easy to get to if you were driving. Uh, funny things happen to those, at least some in Toronto these days. They're actually tearing them down. And I wanted to know why. I read this article. I thought it was fascinating. So again, for decades, suburban office space seemed ideal, inexpensive land, easy to get to, room for parking. Uh, more, But with more people working from home, supply chains under stress, buying trends moving so quickly to online, all those same factors that made those places attractive for offices now make them ideal for industrial space. Joining me now with more is Victor Kodak. He's the Senior VP of National Investment Services at Collier's Canada. Welcome to the show, Victor. Thanks, Ben. Thanks for having me. You know, I grew up at a time when warehouses and industrial space, or at least all of it, was being converted or torn down. Now it seems like quite the opposite. It's actually being invested in and being built. What's driving that? Um, I, I think the biggest thing driving it is just the appreciation in rents. So for a period of almost 10 years, industrial rents kind of hovered between 5 and $6 per square foot. And over the past 10 years, it's followed a hockey stick progression up um, where you're seeing rental rates increase by as much as 20% year over year. Uh, And and that's actually been the figure for the past five years is over 20% growth. So what used to be industrial rents of five to $6 are now approaching $15. And that's been faster rental rate growth than any other asset class. And that's what's prompting more investment in industrial. One of the things I found interesting about uh, your about your recent report was was the where it's being developed and what it's replacing, and and it touched on office space in suburban office space being replaced by industrial space. How is that uh, unfolding? Well, it's it's being driven by the the rents, so the the much higher industrial rents, which are now getting to that fifteen dollar range, are essentially on par with office rents. And with industrial, you have the advantage um, that your costs to secure a tenant are much lower than office. So when you look at the net effective rent, which is the rent that an investor gets after factoring costs, they're actually higher for industrial than a lot of suburban office projects because you don't have to pay as high leasing commissions. Every office tenant walking into a space wants the carpet and the interior demising walls redone. So there's a lot of costs. So, so that's something that, that's pushing it. Often the zoning uh, for office is general employment zoning and industrial also works uh, under that type of zoning. So you don't have to go through a rezoning process. Um, so th- those are the, the biggest drivers that the rents have become very close. The construction costs are lower. The suburban office buildings generally have a lower coverage ratio. So you get a lot of land with uh, a suburban office property. Um, so that that's what's pushing it. Uh, plus the location. They're, they're very well located, um, some of these suburban office buildings. So that, that's what's pushing it. So those suburban office buildings that I remember for so many years driving along the highways coming into Toronto or coming into Montreal, you know, they're big spaces, they're low rise buildings, they're usually right beside, you know, all the things that made them attractive as offices, which was accessibility, parking and so forth, obviously make them uh, attractive as industrial spaces as well. So are we seeing those buildings being torn down and replaced? Is that what's, is that what's happening? It, that's exactly what's happening. Um, there's been Four examples uh, of that happening in Mississauga uh, within the past 12 to 18 months. And it's interesting because I've been in the 
business for about 15 years now, and I've never seen that happen. So, so it is a new trend. Um, and I think it's something that will continue, uh, especially as there's some uncertainty around office uh, moving forward. Uh, just to be to be clear, I guess underlying all of this is just this huge move to online retail and so forth, where the need for this space has grown so much of late. Yes, that that is a, a major factor. Um, but probably stepping back a level, what's an even bigger factor on on the move in rents is the Toronto market has an availability rate for industrial um, of somewhere around one percent. And if you contrast that to major U.S. industrial markets or even some others in Canada, a healthy availability rate, meaning where there's good balance between supply and demand, is probably somewhere around five percent. So. The industrial market is so undersupplied uh, for properties that it just comes down to supply and demand. There isn't enough industrial properties, and that's what's pushing rent. And then you also have the factor of e-commerce, where some of the square footage that was perhaps occupied within retail is now shifting to industrial properties as more people push to buy online. And Canada is still very much in its infancy for e-commerce, you look at a market like China, which leads the e-commerce trend, they're at around 55% of their sales uh, are derived from e-commerce, whereas Canada is somewhere around 20%. So e-commerce is definitely a factor, but it's it's the undersupply of industrial in a market like Toronto um, that's, that's driving a lot of these factors. And obviously the supply needs to be close to the demand when it comes to these products that are being moved in and out of the, those spaces. Are you seeing the same thing in other cities as well? Is it as bad in Vancouver, Edmonton, Calgary, as it is in Toronto? So Vancouver has always led Canada in terms of industrial rents, and they also have a very low availability rate, and they also have uh, physical land constraints, uh, just how that city um, is is built and and where it resides. Uh, Montreal um, is not quite there in terms of availability. They're, they're probably closer to 2%, but, but they've seen a tremendous uh, drop in availability for industrial over the past five years. And you've seen a big influx of investors move to Montreal industrial as an investment class. So, so it's really probably the hottest market right now in terms of it wasn't so much in demand a couple of years ago, and, and that's really shifted. Edmonton and Calgary has been hit by oil and gas a little bit, but with rising rents in Vancouver and Toronto, you could see, and we're starting to see this, Calgary emerge as a distribution hub for Canada. Good labor pool, um, well-connected from a transportation standpoint. A lot of these goods come into the West Coast anyway, so you're, you're pretty close to the Pacific Coast. Um, so you, you are seeing some tenants say, it's too expensive in Toronto, it's too expensive in Vancouver, I'm going to have one distribution facility and it's going to be in the Calgary area. Well, that would be, uh, I mean, I wanted to switch gears quickly and go to uh, to office space now. That would be good news for Calgary because I again, understand, of course, when it comes to office space in general, um, we're seeing some of those pandemic trends shifting, uh, but there's still some vacancies in, in big vacancies in some key areas. Yeah, certainly. So again, Calgary office, um, where a lot of those businesses are related to oil and gas and that sector, um, has been hit. Um, so there's, there's still some concerns there. So the, the office vacancy rate in Calgary is, um, 
decreasing, but not as quickly as industrial uh, vacancy rate in that market. Um, office, I, I think, will always have a purpose, and you know, this isn't the end of office by by any means. And and you you are seeing still a lot of investment, in particular foreign investment, gravitate to downtown office in markets like Toronto, Montreal, and Vancouver, because that that is a very easy to understand uh, investment thesis. You know, what cities do you want to be in, and then buying an, an office building right downtown in, in the cities that we think internationally will continue to see population growth and, and have stable banking sectors. Um, it, it's just a natural place for, for foreign capital uh, as well. So um, th- there's still a lot of demand from investors for office. And hopefully the end of this pandemic is uh, very much in, in sight. And, uh, and we return more to normal and uh, using the office like we were in the past. Yeah, certainly an interesting trend to watch, especially if you're driving down those suburban highways, looking and seeing what's happening with uh, office buildings being torn down and replaced. And now you know why. Thank you so much, Victor Kodak. My pleasure. Thanks, Ben.